Hey, Wedding Confessionals listeners, it's Brooke and Pam. Hello. Hi, Pam. Hi. We are coming in early just to let you know that this is actually part one of our fun evening with Lauren Lilly, who um, is returning to tell us more about her wedding planning because the girl that's been engaged for a while is finally planning her wedding. Yeah. yeah. So um, this is part one. We talk more about her actual wedding and then part two will be next week where we'll get into confessionals. Um, but since we're breaking this up into two parts, we need to do bridal breaks at the end. So um, wait till the end of the confessionals and Pam and I are going to pop back in with some bridal breaks. Yep. Sound good? See you soon. Bye. Something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news. Sensational, irrational. It's Wedding Confessionals. Welcome to another episode of Wedding Confessionals. I'm Brooke. And I'm Pam. And the only thing we love more than weddings is talking shit about weddings. <sighs> Pam. We're here again. We're we've we've done it again. We've brought back another person. We did. I really I don't know if the listeners like the return guests as much as I do, but I love bringing people back. I do too. I just like learning about their lives. I'm also just a nosy person. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've learned that. What? <laughs> so um, let's just dive on into it. Okay. Um, so who's our surprise guest? Our surprise guest. If you haven't read the title of the episode, <laughs> spoiler, um, is a filmmaker and friend returning from episode twelve. Lauren Lilly. Hello. What up, Hi. girl? I'm so excited to be back. I we are excited to have you. Yes. We just spent the last hour talking about weddings before coming in here to talk about Should weddings. Talk more about weddings. I know. When I've been listening away, so now coming in here, I'm like, oh, I'm hanging with celebrities. This is the the podcast I listen to all the time. Celebrity sighting, it's Ruth. (laughs) Yep. She's not even here. No, she went on a dog walk. She'll be back. (laughs) She's been requested, though, by one of my neighbors who is recovering from a a little bit of a hospital stay, and he's home now, and his wife requested that Ruth stop by for a visit. Send a text. I love so that. Cute. So Ruth is popular all over. She would be the worst taking a dog. Like, you know, they have those dogs I bring into the hospital. Oh, yeah. Like, she's sweet and all, but she's so distracted and spazzy. Like, I couldn't imagine her being in a hospital. It would be just like, she'd knock over needles and shit. So I'm glad that she can go <laughs> at home to somebody and, like, soothe them there. I actually think that our dog would be really good at bringing into, like, yes. retirement homes or hospitals. And I've actually thought about, like, maybe doing the training or whatever you have to do. But yeah. What kind of dog do you have? I would, like, realist, like, yeah. am I a good enough person to then also then take the dog to go <laughs> and do that? I'd maybe. like to think that I am. Maybe. Yeah. She'd be maybe. really good at it. She's part German Shepherd, part Chow, part... We've recently become pretty convinced that she's also part golden retriever. How does one get wow. recently convinced? <laughs> We've known for a long time that she's for sure part German Shepherd because of her coloring, part okay. Chow. Because of her tongue? Because of her tongue. Wait, what happens with the Chow tongue? It's like They're black. Oh, black. I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. But we are pretty convinced. We actually were watching a pretty messed up movie earlier this week. About cannibalism. Okay. Where <laughs> is this going? Is this your bridal break? <laughs> I thought of making it my bridal break, and I was like, I don't know if this is the right audience for a weird movie about cannibalism, but it is a great movie. It's called Raw. <laughs> um, Raw! <laughs> it's a coming of age story. Oh my God. You know what? I'm adding it to the. It's going to go in the show notes. Where is it available on Netflix? I don't know. I can find out. How did you watch it? I still, I'm close with one of my old teachers at film school. And so he'll send me his syllabus at the beginning of each semester. And if there's movies that I'm interested, I'll just go and crash his class. So I just went and crashed the class and saw it on the big screen and everything. With a bunch of people. Did the students like it? Yeah. And it was fun to see it with a crowd because like when you get to the cannibalism scenes, people are like, oh, God, oh, oh. like, yeah. but yeah. it's, it's comedic too. So it kind of knows that there's this gross out factor. This is a very off topic. <laughs> Welcome to Wedding Confessionals. We'll explain what the show is in a minute. The intro is always weird. Yes. Always. <laughs> I was saying that there's also the family in the movie has a golden retriever. 
And Jake and I were thinking whenever we saw the golden retriever on screen with this like goofy grin that we were like, that really looks like our dog Kate. (laughs) And then Jake over breakfast the next morning looked up photos of golden retriever German Shepherd Chow and the photos we saw online were like, oh, yeah, that looks a lot like her. And her personality isn't really that much like a German Shepherd or a Chow. Her personality is a lot like a Golden Retriever. Oh, so she's a sweetheart. Yeah, she's a sweetheart. So she would be good for going into retirement homes or hospitals oh, or but not like to that. be cannibalized did somebody eat the dog oh my gosh no nobody eats a dog okay good. thank goodness yeah. okay you gotta tell people <laughs> nobody eats a dog just other Raw. humans Colin. nobody eats the dog <laughs> just humans just people it's fine um so well, welcome to the show lauren the welcome way that back. the way that wedding confessionals uh works for anybody n- new to the show is we talk about cannibalism <laughs> Oh boy. Uh, we um we talk about weddings and listeners submit their anonymous confessionals sometimes their rants sometimes their questions yeah sometimes their hilarious stories we love them sometimes all. they're really aggressive stories and they're pissed we enjoy those as well but um we like to bring on a guest every episode to help us read those stories and talk about them and potentially give advice but we always want to know your perspective uh, about weddings before you get into the vice part especially um but what's fun about you is that you already gave your personal history with weddings in episode I 12 did. so mm-hmm. if you haven't listened to that hit pause and go back to 12 um but so the last time we spoke you were engaged but mm-hmm. you had no plans about mm-hmm. actually like figuring out any wedding details, not a date, not a location. You were like, whatever, we're probably going to do this for another. How long did you say a year? A year. Yeah. Well, that Ish. was over, over a, a year, year ago. ago. Yeah. So, yeah. So um, let's, I want to know since the last it went. Okay. Hmm. How do I start? What what was the catalyst for you actually, or you and Jake, your fiance, finally being like, we got to get our asses in gear and do this? Well, when we first got engaged, like I mentioned in, in episode, episode 12, 12 <laughs> <laughs> we had been talking about getting married two or three years after that. So as soon as we got engaged, we told people right away that we weren't going to get married for two or three years. That was already the plan. That was the plan. And then two or three years go by and you're like, oh, maybe at some point I have to actually bite the bullet and plan this wedding. Because by the time we now get married, we'll be just shy of being engaged for four years. Ooh. All right. Okay. Is that right? I think that's right. Yeah, because we got engaged in 2015, and then the wedding will be 2019. So, yeah. Okay. So, you decided it was time to start moving forward. What was step one? Date or location? I kind of decided on a time of year, because I knew that we wanted to get married in L.A., and I didn't want to get married in the summer, because summer's often really hot. I hate summers in L.A., I, I really don't like it when it's really hot it's out too hot. because if it's, it's too hot. cold, like at least you can like put another layer on. But if it's too hot, it's just too hot. There's not much that you You're can stuck. do. Yeah. It's true. So I started out thinking it was also February ish that I was looking and I was thinking maybe a year from then. So I was like, okay, maybe like February, March, April. Maybe May, but probably like February, March, April-ish. But you knew from the get-go that you wanted to get married in L.A. then? Yes. Okay. And that was both of you? Well, so I should backtrack, though. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Jake and I, Jake is my fiance. Jake and I, it's also really Jake's dog that I was talking about. What's Jake's dog's name? Kate. We'll be half your dog very soon. Right. I mean, we've I, already been living together for a long time. So, you know, <laughs> I was saying our dog earlier. I feel like it's, it's still, I think, I think it's, it's an our dog situation. An, yeah. It's an our dog Do you situation. help with responsibilities with the doggy? I help for sure. But Jake definitely, you know, he's the one who feeds her every day. And yeah. sometimes I'll walk her, but usually he's the one who walks her. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. Well, listen, somebody has to take the lead. It's true. And then I have a cat, so I take. So care the of my cat's cat. kind of you your thing. Okay, mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah, welcome to pet talk, everybody. <laughs> I would do an entire <laughs> podcast about this. Just tell, 
Brittany Krasner could be a or Brittany Welsh now. Yeah. She could be a guest. Yeah, uh-huh. shout out to Brittany Welsh from those episodes. I don't know the numbers. I'll put them in the show. <laughs> the royal episode. I know. Yes. I still call one. her by her maiden name. Me too. We grew up together. I know. So it's I hard have to correct myself. I know. It, it takes a lot for all my friends, Pam included. It That's took true. me a while to break. Yeah. I was probably the latest. Uh, yeah, I took forever. I called her by her maiden name for a very long time. And it wasn't like a dig at her husband. Like, I was happy that they got married. <laughs> I sort of like, subconsciously, he was like, hey, jerk. Like, what are you trying to say? <laughs> so wait, so back to Jake. Back to Jake and I. So yes. Jake and I really, we spent a while talking about, we're not very traditional. So we were definitely not set on having a traditional wedding. Okay. And he would have been more than happy to go down to City Hall have a small group of like immediate family, a few close friends, have a nice dinner, call it a day. I was the one who was more like, well, I'm a much more extroverted person. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, it's such a nice excuse to get our family together and our friends together. And if we don't do that for a wedding, realistically, are we ever going to have a big party like that to get everybody together? But I didn't necessarily care about it being a traditional wedding. So we tried thinking about all sorts of different permutations of, well, what if we go to City Hall with like just a few people and then the next day we have a big party, but it's Mm -hmm. not really a wedding. It's just a big party. Reception. We talked about that for a while and we're really thinking of doing that. And then I brought up that I was like, well, but I think that if people fly in from out of town, we should at least feed them dinner. And Jake was like, oh, I was thinking like hors d'oeuvres or appetizers. I was like, oh, I feel like we should feed them. I mean, if people do, like, I know that people do parties like that. And sure. There's no judgment. But I was like, oh, if people fly in from out of town, I think I want to feed them dinner. And so all these different things that we were thinking about, I was like, you know, I think at the end of the day, it kind of just makes sense for us to choose a wedding venue and just do the <laughs> just ceremony do there well, yeah, and I was, have a dinner yeah. after and call it a day. Well, it's funny because you were saying the part about the city hall and then the party the next day. And I'm like, yeah, but now that's two events. Mm-hmm. That's what ends up happening sometimes when you make it a little bit, oh, it's going to be, it's less. But I'm like, but for your plate, it's actually more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were um, like, maybe we're actually making it more complicated by trying to make it less complicated so you figured out a general season of when you wanted to do it you decided Mm -hmm. okay we're gonna do like an actual just normal just wedding and reception and i'm guessing the same location Mm -hmm. and then the hunt began so i had because i had this unusually long engagement i had been looking at wedding venues for a while online Mm. usually late at night <laughs> I'd be like, oh, at some point, at some point, we'll get married. What are different LA wedding venues? And I just like kind of had this like mental list. Of, yeah. Oh, that looks pretty. That looks pretty. And it's kind of a fun part of the brainstorming process when mm-hmm. you're not looking at prices. You're not really thinking like, is this totally realistic? I just sure. was like looking at what's out there. And another shout out to Brittany Welsh. Yes. Okay. So in episode 12, I mentioned how Brittany called it when I got engaged before I actually told her. Yeah. And again, randomly out of the blue one day, Brittany doesn't even really know that I've been looking at like kind of secretly looking at wedding venues. Mm -hmm. Brittany just texts me saying, I found your wedding venue with like nine exclamation marks and a she link. She has good taste, so I'd be like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and when she sent it to me, I was like, oh, yeah, I I had seen the place before. And I was like, yeah, this place looks really cool. And so a while later, when I finally started looking at wedding venues, that was actually the first place that I went to was that place she had sent me that text about. Yeah. And walked in and was like, yeah, this looks cool. Sure, I'd get married here. And I went with Jake's mom happened to be in town. So we had gone together. And that's where we're having it. That's oh awesome. Yeah. What was it about the place that you yeah. were like, I'm done looking? This is it. This is it. Well, I did look at, I looked at two other venues in person after that. And one of them 
was I thought this magical garden venue that I was underwhelmed by when I saw oh. it in person. Oh, the pictures yeah. are better than the reality. Yeah, and it yeah. was like really far out and it yeah. just wasn't going to be very practical. And I thought that it was overpriced for what they were offering. And then the other wedding venue... I think is often like people look at these two wedding venues and mm-hmm. decide between the two. The other one was like in the arts district downtown. And yeah. It was very cool. Um, but I kind of liked the aesthetic of the one that I went to more. And That's cool. Yeah. So you She pick- knows you well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brittany, man. Yeah. She's got a little. I feel like I should. Sh- I can't show the viewers, uh, the listeners pictures. Well, we can put links place. and stuff. So wait, what mo- what month is it now that you're going to do this? So when I went to the venue, they said that there's a slight um, a slight discount if you go with February versus March and April. Mm-hmm. So I was mm-hmm. like, well, if I'm thinking February, March, April-ish, yeah. I was like, how about the last Saturday in February then? Great. And they were like, yeah, we have that open. That's so, so like, cool. Okay, well, I might as well go with that over... So March or April. So now you know the space that you're going to get married in. Does that help you figure out the number of people? Or did you already kind of start talking about how many people you wanted? You already said kind of bigger. One of my one of my friends, I think, gave me very wise advice that she said that we should make a potential guest list first before I seriously started looking at wedding venues. Ooh. Because she did not do that for her wedding and chose a place that I think had a max of 120 or 130. And then when they made the guest list, they were like, oh, we thought that this was going to be enough and this is really tough. So I was really grateful that she gave me that advice. So we did make a list first Mm -hmm. so that when I was looking at places that were 120, I was like, I think that we probably want to look of like maybe up to 150. Um, That's cool. Potentially. Yeah. So I thought that that was a good... But the venue does have a cap, like price-wise, at one fifty. So that kind of is our like hard. Yeah, yeah. That's but cool. obviously it would be better if we can yeah. keep it lower. Sure, it's expensive. <laughs> from there, her arms coming down, you can't see it. But <laughs> <laughs> well, because that was another thing, budget-wise, is like you know having a wedding in LA is expensive. So I also was thinking, I was like, well, of all the things to like spend money on like I was trying to think of what things guests actually care about mm-hmm. and I was like I do think that just the space makes a big difference like yeah and I liked that the space is very colorful so we don't necessarily have to bring in a ton of stuff yeah um so I was like okay we'll like spend it on the space and then try to cut back in other in other parts that's cool sorry the dog is eating <laughs> Jesus Christ, that small animal. Or somebody's makes... breaking in, I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe there's a burglar and you just think that it's Ruth. I mean, honestly, the burglar will be more welcome compared to the just damage she does in my damn house. Um, so you end up picking this venue that Brittany loves and yes. that now you love. Thank but, you, Brittany. Yeah, but when you think about like back when you were like way early, early on, or maybe even before you even met Jake, does, how does the expectations between like your little girl expectations and now the actual planning of wedding and you're actually a bride right now how's it going so when i was little i was really into fairy tales and disney movies and all of that Mm -hmm. so i remember talking to my sister when i was like four five six years old of what i imagined my wedding was going to be like and it was this outrageous like royal wedding level just like craziness were there horses Horses, oh, for sure. Doves, <laughs> all sorts of candles, paper lanterns, and musicians. I thought you said yes, horses, and... ducks. I was like ducks, but you said doves. Doves. <laughs> Always imagine ducks would be there. Horses and ducks. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Swans. That's actually that's part of why Jake decided to propose to me in the at this chateau in France. That that's oh. not necessarily like his style, but. He was like, I know that like you grew up with these like fairy tale notions of getting married. So he chose that because he knew that for me it would be this like fairy tale setting. That's really Aww. sweet. sweet. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But it has made it interesting now being a real life person and kind of acknowledging <laughs> all of this like acknowledging baggage. Money. <laughs> yeah, acknowledging money and like 
all of these crazy expectations that I got from society as a little girl <laughs> and having some anger over that, honestly, yeah. of like, that's all ridiculous. That even when I was really little, my sister's eight years older than I am. So when I was really little and was telling my sister about what I thought that my wedding was going to be like, my sister was like, that sounds really expensive. <laughs> and I was like, well, it's going to be fine. And so I apparently at like five years old went up to my dad and was like, hey, dad, can I have five dollars? And he was like, OK, and just like pulled five dollars out of his wallet. And gave it to me. My sister, who is older, was like, what the, like, you just gave her $5? She's five. What is she even going to use that on? Like, what <laughs> is she putting that $5 toward? Yeah. So my dad was like, oh, well, what, what, what are you going to use the $5 for? And I was like, oh, I'm starting a wedding dress fund because <gasps> my sister said that wedding dresses are really expensive. <laughs> you had a wedding dress fund as, as a five? child? Oh, my gosh. I know. This makes me sound like a crazy person. So it pragmatic. Did, it did turn into my college fund. <laughs> <laughs> the $5 here and there that I stashed away at five or six years old <laughs> then later just turned into my college fund. That's amazing. I like it. <laughs> So I no longer dress. have a wedding dress fund to actually use for the wedding dress. We, can we talk about the wedding dress? Sure. I have many thoughts about wedding dresses. Oh, do, do you have you? one? I, I picked you one out. Yes to a dress. I actually went to Kleinfeld. Wait. Oh, what? Wait, wait, wait. So I <laughs> was in New York. I was going to say you live in L.A. Exactly. I was in New York in April and I wanted to meet up with one of my closest friends, my old roommate, who still lives in New York. And she knew that I had recently picked out a venue. So she was like, oh, can we go look at wedding dresses? My friend loves wedding dresses. Like she, she already got married a few years ago, but she, for the past few years, as I've been engaged, has like sent me different wedding dresses of like, this is pretty, this is pretty. And I'm like, okay, cool. Thank you. I've never thought to send anybody wedding I dress know. suggestions. Maybe it's I very sweet. Start. <laughs> <laughs> well, so when I was going to New York and I wanted to hang out with her, she was like, can we go look at wedding dresses? And I was like, oh, sure. I really just wanted to hang out with my friend. And sure. I was like, yeah, we can try on some dresses. That sounds fun. So she asked me about different places. And I was like, I honestly don't care. Just pick out whatever places you think would be worthwhile going to. Mm -hmm. So we went to one that was like kind of like an indie bridal boutique. Did she make appointments or did you guys just pop she in? She made appointments for me. Wow. Oh my Isn't that nice? That's a fun day. Yeah. yeah it was really fun Because there's day. no like family pressure. It's just the two of you just. Just the two of us. She was also really sweet and brought like little mini champagne bottles that we like drank in between our bridal appointments. <laughs> How fun. I like her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's been very helpful with the whole wedding dress process. So we went in and at the very beginning of the appointment, they were like, oh, when are you getting married? And I was like, next February. Mm -hmm. And the woman was like, oh, you're here at a great time. You're here at a great time. And I was like, oh, OK. So we try on a bunch of dresses, cut to the end of the appointment. She's then like, so I think it'd be good if you made a decision by the end of the month. And I look at her and I'm like, the uh. end of this month? The end of <laughs> April? Yeah. Like a couple weeks away? And she was like, yeah, the end of this month. She was like, maybe the end of next month. But like, I wouldn't push it much farther than that. And I was like, holy. So I wow. then like, you know, later that night in a bit of a panic, like Googled like, well, how far are you supposed to buy a wedding dress? Like I knew it was a while ahead, but that's even farther than I realized. Yeah. But so. What did Google say? They said that she was. She was exaggerating a little bit. Like, I probably had another month or so. Okay. But she wasn't, like, that far off. So how many months do you need to be ahead, according to Google? Six? Mm -hmm. Nine? More like nine, I nine? think. Nine? Okay. okay. I could be wrong, but I think it was more like nine. Hmm. So then we went to the first, like, indie appointment. Then we go to the next appointment. Yeah. And my friend had made an appointment at Kleinfeld. Nice. I had Amazing. never seen Say Yes to the Dress. What? So what? I was walking to Kleinfeld. We can end the episode now. It's fine. <laughs> got, we got 25 minutes right. in. It's fine. <laughs> 
time going into Kleinfeld and I'd never even been there before. Oh my God. And there was a girl that when I was like in the showroom trying on a dress, she was there with a bunch of her family, some host type person. They weren't officially filming, but they yeah. were like filming on an iPhone. And you probably have to pay extra for like that package or something. Probably. Wow. And so she, she said, they were like, is it a yes? And she's like, it's a yes. And I asked <laughs> my consultant, I was like, how much money is that dress that she's yeah, just said yes to? Uh-huh. And my consultant was like, you know, I'm not sure. I'm going to find out for you. I think it's 12. <gasps> and I was like, what? Yeah. 12,000. Yep. And then she found out and she was like, it's actually 14. And I didn't even like the dress. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There's this whole trend in wedding dresses that it's like naked dresses. Like oh. you have like all this like beading and stuff, mm-hmm. but then it's sheer underneath. And it was like one of those. Yeah. We just, the uh, the bride that was on before, um, our friend Beth Morell, who's getting married, um, she really liked everything else about the dress she tried on except for that part. And it was such a good deal that she was like, okay. And then she just bought something to like wear underneath it so they could never could tell. Oh, she that's was just smart. like, I don't like this yeah. look either. Yeah. It's a weird choice. I mean, whatever, whatever you're into. It's fine. I mean, my thing is that, so with the dress that I ended up getting even. Wait, I remember- did, you're in Kleinfeld's? And you get the dress at Kleinfeld's? Did no, you say no, yes I to the dress I there? I didn't say yes to the dress at Kleinfeld's. Okay. But I did, they brought out, I was really saying that I was like, I'm not very traditional. Please yeah. bring me out different things. And then they just brought me a bunch of very traditional wedding dresses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my friend, props to my friend again, she's sitting there and she's like, well, don't you have this designer? And don't you have this designer? Like, I think that she'd like stuff like this. Yeah. I wonder and if it's hard when that's that big of a store that you just don't know all of your inventory. How could probably, you? Probably. But that's my friend true. was annoyed that she showed them things that they said were in their store. And yeah. they were like, we don't have that. And she's like, but it yeah. says on your site that you have that. Yeah. But so they mm. brought out a designer named Haley Page. Maybe I should. Well, whatever. I'll tell Jake to not like listen to the jake isn't gonna google who my wedding no dress designer is. <laughs> but jake thank you for listening you five stars pause. on itunes pause right Hit now subscribe <laughs> so there is a designer called Haley page that my friend recommended yeah. for me that okay. i'd never heard of before and i tried on a few of her dresses and i was like oh yeah i do like these yeah so then the kleinfeld reps are like oh you're such a Haley page bride you're such a Haley page bride but meanwhile i was like you didn't bring out any Haley page stuff for me it was my friend who said <laughs> that you should bring that and there was one dress that was out of my price range sorry i'm just stopping to let the dog in continue oh that's fine she pulls focus oh. um Maybe you're getting robbed. <laughs> I thought I heard her crying. Is that just me? Oh, I'm I sorry. I heard something. It's okay. Continue. <laughs> so I tried on a dress that was out of my price range. Okay. And That's I did probably, like it. Wait, did you know going in, trying it on, that it was too expensive? Yes. Okay. okay. You did. did it to yourself anyway? They brought the dress out for me, but she uh-huh. did give me a heads up as <laughs> oh, to what the price so was. Mean. Yep. And it was the one dress that I tried on there that I was like, oh, yeah, I do like this. And I'm walking around in it. And one of the reps is like, it seems like you don't want to let yourself love it. What? You're like, no, I love it. I just don't love the price. I was like, I can't afford it. Yeah. (laughs) My bank account won't let me love it. And also, I didn't love it. Like, I liked it. I thought it was pretty, but I wasn't like, oh, my God, I'm so in love with this dress. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But so then same friend after Kleinfeld told me that that designer was having a trunk show in (gasps) L.A. like a week or two after I was in New York. I love this girl. I know. I know. She's so connected. Does she All of do your this for a living? Are just doing. She should. Yeah. These amazing feats for you. Here's yeah. the venue. Mm-hmm. Here's where you can get your dress. Mm-hmm. And take you to <laughs> Kleinfeld so you have a memory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the thing that, that I will say, though, with trying on all the wedding dresses and everything is that, like, it's such a messed up industry like i know that there's companies now trying to disrupt it and i commend that 
because like only having two sizes and then like not being able like for how many women go in and like have to try on all these dresses that don't quite fit and you're trying to imagine how it is what it fits and then then write a big check for it exactly and then it's like the most expensive item of clothing you've probably ever or will ever buy right and one of my friends I thought was so sweet that I was telling her when I was like debating about the dress she was like well but if you get it and you don't like it you can just return it right and I was like Oh no! Uh, <laughs> oh no! Not how it's, it works. Like, a pair of it's like jeans buying from the a gap. car. Yeah. I had to sign all of these like crazy contracts and initial it. And yeah, everything. it's like it's like buying a car, but when you did to test drive it, you can only go in reverse. <laughs> you don't right. actually get to really drive the car. Right. Well, and the other thing too that also makes me think of it being like buying a car is that there's like these arbitrary discounts and that kind of thing. Yeah. So like at the trunk show you get a 10% discount if you buy it during the trunk show. But then the store, because there was one that I really liked, they were like, well, we'll extend that until the end of the month. And then, like, not beyond that. (laughs) Ugh. So, which is also kind of like a car salesman move. Yeah, a little bargaining. But I also appreciated it. Yeah, yeah. So so I came back to L.A., went to the trunk show... So I came back to L.A., I went to the trunk show, and I picked out a few dresses. They had a bunch of dresses that looked really pretty. I have a dumb question. Exactly what is a trunk show? Good question. It's So wedding dresses, it seems like it's very designer dependent, more so than other types of clothing. And usually the wedding dress store has all sorts of different designers, but for a trunk show, they bring in all all of that new design all of that designer's new line okay and some of their old lines so that the whole store is, is just that, that designer was it at a specific store or was it like that designer has its own store it that designer specifically works with certain stores got it so this one store for this one weekend would only have in stock this one designer but she does have different trunk shows like all across okay you just have the to country. like follow and figure it what out what's going on yeah that makes sense so they I picked out a few different dresses the woman who works in the store is like pick for the first one pick out one where you don't think that it's the dress pull it out and waste your time let's go She's like pick out one that you're like eh, it's probably not that one so I pick out one that I'm like oh I'm curious to try this one on but it's probably not that yeah spoiler alert that ended up being the dress Really? That dress that I had picked up and was the first one today. And the woman who worked in the store was like, I always say that. And yet so many times it's the first one that somebody picks up that they're like, yeah, that's the one that I really want. Really? How many more dresses did you try on after that? Well, so this was really early into the process of me looking because I had just gone with my friend, looked Mm -hmm. at a few dresses. And then I was like, oh, I do like this dress. Now I get this 10% discount for this specific time frame did you go to the trunk show alone no i went with Brittany. <laughs> naturally <laughs> yep and then she would know what a trunk show was she wouldn't have to ask <laughs> she would know <laughs> and then because i liked the dress they were like well you should come back and try it on again tomorrow so then i texted a couple friends of mine i thought that they would all be busy and like three people were like yeah we'll be there and i was like oh <laughs> Okay, great. Okay, let's go. So I went the next day and tried it on again with some other dresses and was still thinking about that dress, but it was still pretty early in the process. So I did kind of a crazy thing (laughs) that I was like, well, I'm just going to go on a wedding dress shopping binge and just see what the other options are. Like if I buy one used online, what can I find online? Mm -hmm. If I go to this little indie boutique, like what can I find there? If I go to the like wedding dress consignment store, what can I get there? If I go to the like traditional bridal store, what can I get there? So I went on a binge of trying on (laughs) so many dresses in less than a week. Oh my gosh. That I kept on coming thinking of one or two that I had tried on at the trunk show and then was feeling out all the other these other options and then was thinking that my major takeaway was I was like oh all of the wedding dresses are expensive yep 
Like to varying That's degrees. The line. Yeah. But they're all expensive. So in total, when you think about the trip in New York and the trunk show and all the LA dress shopping, how many wedding gowns do you think you tried on? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. I probably at each store tried on five to ten, maybe uh-huh. even. Did you try probably more than a hundred dresses? Probably not a hundred, but maybe maybe 80 (laughs) (laughs) okay now you're thinking about you're like oh my god i'm crazy i tried i kind of knew in the moment that i was like this is a bit of a crazy move yeah but but i want to feel out my options yeah absolutely and then the dress that i wanted to order i wanted to try it on in a specific color but i could only try it on in this other color so i'm like looking for photos online or on instagram Mm -hmm. and so i saw that the same designer was having a trunk show in omaha which my sister lives in omaha so it's not i'm like did you fly to omaha i considered it Uh because my sister lives there so i was like oh well maybe i could last minute fly out to omaha and try on this dress so I called that bridal store and I was like, I'm looking for this dress in this specific color. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, we have it. And she was like, I can take photos and text them to you. And I was like, yeah, that would be great. And that was actually really helpful because then I could see the photos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that kind of annoyed me is she was like, yeah, you can have your local salon request it in that color. And then they'll like send it out for a specific amount of time. Yeah. And you can try it on. No and one there told to myself, you that. No one at this fancy mm. store in LA told me that maybe I could just have the designer send out that dress in that color and try it on. Omaha's mm. known for their customer service. I guess so. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Shout out to Omaha. Your your sister lives in Omaha. Mm-hmm. My brother-in-law just moved there. Oh. Yeah. We'll they talk should be after. friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what this podcast is about right just me just talking about my life okay cool <laughs> i do have i do have a friend who moved to seattle and then another friend of mine totally different friend circles was also moving to seattle and i put them in touch and now they're really close friends oh that's so nice like a friend matchmaker oh that's sweet yeah. they were actually all recently talking about how they're really looking forward to coming to our wedding Oh, look at Just that. Nice. Full circle. Nice. I like that you made it wedding themed. So you felt like you weren't going too far off topic. Yeah. <laughs> so you have your dress now. I have my dress. I was a little angry at the whole process. Yes. And how much it costs and how trying on dresses. I was like, now I understand why people go on bridal diets and these kind of things. Like, yeah. it's just not a nice it's not a fun thing process to do for to women. For, yeah. It actually was a fun process for me. But it made me angry at the system, yeah. if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Sure. I yeah. had fun with it, but the whole thing's... Can I say the F word on your... Yes, yeah. the whole you can. The whole process is fucked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with that. We're comfortable with that. Yep. Um, Do you have anything else set, like caterer, or have you done any tastings or anything like um, that? Um... Yeah, I have a few other things set. The venue comes with catering and bar, which is nice. Cool. Okay. And then I found our photographer on Instagram. Ooh. So I'm excited about that. Nice. And we got a DJ. Wait, I have a question. How do you find them on Instagram? Like, did you do a hashtag or how do you... There's so many wedding photographers on Instagram. Yeah, I'm I'm really picky about photography. So finding a photographer was actually one of the main things that I was worried about um and i went on just a instagram hole of looking through different wedding photographers and i found some photography publication that did a list of like top wedding photos or rising wedding photographers and there was a photograph that caught my eye so I looked at their account, was like, oh, I really like their vibe. They're probably out of my price range, but maybe I'll just reach out. And then I was actually surprised that they're based in Canada. So they're going to come down from Canada. 
but having them come down and it's a couple so there's two of them was mm-hmm. actually cheaper than a few of the LA based wedding photographers that I looked into wow interesting that's cool yeah. but yeah so we have the photographer I sent out save the dates you're you're moving along you're moving along along. i had some vendor meetings with like flowers and invites recently it's amazing how many questions i ask you that i think i got a little bit snippish with the florist when she was like asking me all these questions and what are your colors and i was like i don't know aren't you aren't you supposed to help me figure that out isn't that what this meeting is for (laughs) Well, I didn't say exactly that. I think I, sometimes some brides come in with a very specific vision and the florist is just there to help and you're you're there to collaborate and she's probably not used to that. Yeah, I was like, I looked at a bunch of your stuff on Instagram. It looked great. <laughs> I know you've go. done a bunch of weddings in this venue before. What colors do you think look good in the venue? Yeah. And what did she say? Um, She kind of... I could tell she didn't say that much because I could tell that she was trying to like not shoot down what I wanted. Yes. She wants but then business. she was like really looking for what I wanted. And I showed her some photos that I found. And then I could tell that she didn't really like those photos. She was like, it's a very simple palette. And I was like, I don't know. I just, there's something about that <laughs> that I like. Are you still working with this person? I actually do think that I really like it. <laughs> By the end of the meeting, it was a rough start. But yeah. by the end of it, I was like, okay, okay, yeah, I think that this could work. But yeah, just so many questions. And yeah. then like all of like the interpersonal stuff that it brings up. But like, so we sent out the save the dates. I decided to do it online because it's cheaper. Sure. Mm-hmm. And one of my friends, when I sent out the thing online, wrote me back a message saying, plus two so excited can't wait wait what and she has two kids so that morning over breakfast when i've just gotten this message i like have a whole conversation with jake of like this is a really dear friend of mine i know that it's tough with having kids and coming in from out of town but we just have so many friends who have kids that we were like we have to limit it to only family bringing kids to the wedding because otherwise the venue even specifies that if we have more than like five kids under a certain age we have to hire a designated babysitter for that person wow who's not a wedding guest interesting so if we had a lot of kids that would add up really yeah, fast sure. as well yeah so i'm that like brainstorming totally makes sense for the venue to do that they claim that it's like to help protect your deposit but also i think Whatever. that they just don't really want kids there. yes correct <laughs> Um, but so I'm like thinking about like how to politely bring this up. I call my friend. I miss her call. She calls me back. We're chatting on the phone for a bit. And I'm like, so, you know, I got your message and, you know, for, I don't even remember what exactly I said, but I was like, you know, unfortunately we have had to limit it to only kids for family only because of this, this, and this. And my friend was like, oh, you're so sweet, but. I'm not bringing my kids to your wedding. And well, I was like, wait, the plus two then. That's what I thought. I was like, but, but this morning you sent me a message that said plus two. And she was like, oh, I was just really excited. I just meant like me and my husband, like we'll be there. And I was like, but, but you said plus two. And she was like, I could see how that was confusing. I just wasn't really thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like crisis oh. averted. Okay, great. I'm so glad that I called that you. That whole mental thing and, yeah. and it all worked out. Ugh. It all worked out. So what is left on the to-do list at this <laughs> point? Oh, no. She just so shrunk much. like four yes, inches. she did. <laughs> I feel like I'm in that part of the process. I had a busy summer work-wise, so I was like kind of kicking the can down the road for a bunch of wedding planning stuff and now I'm like oh I have to do it and now I feel like the list is just rapidly expanding and probably will expand until the wedding because now we're coming up on like being like five months out yeah I'm like yeah oh shit's getting real yeah and the holidays holidays are gonna make it speed up yep right but you'll be fine you got it'll be okay when um can you describe I don't want to give too much away if you want to Jake, fast forward one minute. <laughs> Just going back to the dress. Can you give me like a little sneak peek of what it 
what it looks like. Well, so the and funny, then we'll move on. The funny thing <laughs> with the dress is that when I showed the picture to the other thing that I've discovered about planning a wedding, and you guys, I'm sure, already know this from having your podcast, people love to talk about weddings. Correct. Yes. Like a lot of people that I know <laughs> that I would never guess would want to talk to me about wedding planning, want to talk to me about wedding planning and just think that it's fun. The amount of listeners that we hear um, that say to us, that like either write us like confessional or just like say something on like Instagram or whatever about like I'm not even getting married and I listen to this podcast like it's just like yeah, same with me mm-hmm. I will watch say us to the dress I'm not getting married anytime soon mm-hmm. it's just so fun. fun yeah yeah so sorry continue um so I've had a few people ask me like oh can I see a photo of your dress etc yeah and I've had a few people say that they've been really surprised that when they've seen the photo they're like oh that's your dress and they're like no no no, I like it I like it but I just I thought that you would pick something very different that it's more in my mind I'm gonna think about what I think the type of dress you would buy is okay I know what do you have your yours I yes but I have like two different because you've mentioned the whole like Disney princess so I thought at first very ball gown, but then I don't think that's the route that you went somehow. I don't know the designer, but somehow I don't feel that that's the route that you went. I see very sleek, very modern. You said you don't like the typical. So I imagine it's some sort of like asymmetrical collar or top and then pretty sleek the whole way, that's but it still has kind too. of a little bit of a train. I think that that's when people have had that reaction. They're like, oh, I think I'm thinking something sleek, Everyone's modern, th- yes. fashion forward. Yeah. And I think that's also what I thought maybe I would have. Right. But you picked the dress that you didn't think you would maybe wear. That was what the girl told you to do. Exactly. So what? now I'm really curious to know. know. First of all, I don't like being wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, should I show you the photo and you can yeah. have your own reaction? I yes. That, yes. I mean, we will I'm not, not going to like it up on Instagram on now. Your, exactly. No. We just have to use our words. We, we should be good at this at this point. Episode 70 something. <laughs> <laughs> so you can swipe through. <gasps> Ooh. It's beautiful. Can I say something like crude? Yeah. Your rack looks great. Well, <laughs> so I show- <laughs> sorry, I went back to dresses. I couldn't help it. <laughs> it was pretty fun to like go with different friends to go and yeah, try dresses and everything. That's cool. 80 plus. I'm proud of you. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> should impressive. try to count up all the different ones that I tried on. And then there were a few that friends of mine would be like, oh, my God, I love that. That's a real contender. And I would be like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. And we are back. Hey, Pammy. Hey. Uh, so we have to give bridal breaks to people. Yes. Can't leave people hanging. No. Uh, if you've never listened to the show before, um, bridal breaks are suggestions we give not only to brides, but anyone helping to plan a wedding of fun things that have nothing to do with picking out wedding dresses or um, figuring out how many people to invite to your wedding or who you should not and all that drama. Um, instead, it's just fun things. Pammy likes to give a cocktail. Pammy, what's your cocktail or beverage of the day? Um, today, I found a, um, I, this kind of reminded me of fall. We're officially in fall now. And um, I found this on waitingonmartha.com. Okay. And um, it doesn't have a fancy name. It's just called Spiced Orange and Rosemary Bourbon. Just I seemed, like all of that. Yeah. It just seemed very fall to me. So it's just basically what the title says. You've got bourbon, fresh orange juice fresh orange juice, mm-hmm. um, two dashes of spiced orange syrup. Not really sure what that is. Okay. Look that up. Um, fresh orange peel and fresh mo- rose- rosemary. I'm in. I like I, all of that. Just sounded really fallish. Mm-hmm. The spiciness and the yeah. rosemary. Yeah. I like it. That's good. Sounded good to me too. Um, mine for the week is um, Netflix is back with season two of Anne with an E. 
Ooh. And Anne with the E season one was fantastic. It's really beautiful. It's shot in Nova Scotia. Yeah. This season, there's a little bit of shooting uh, in locations not in Nova Scotia. No spoilers, but it's kind of interesting. They're continuing the story of everybody. There's uh, an interesting, like, kind of a mystery thing going on in this season mm-hmm. that um, I was really into. All the acting is amazing, and all the... Um, the scenery and the cinematography is just beautiful. So it is basically the Anne of Green Gables story. Right. But done in a, a TV series. And it is beautiful. And she always kind of makes me cry because she's still like passionate little girl. And mm. man, I mean, I'm just like, you cannot wear eye makeup. You're going to get a little teary. But also... Waterproof cool. mascara. Yes, but also definitely one of those things where she's so funny that I am laughing out loud too. It's a joy. Good yeah. show. So if you've gone through the all the great... Great British British Bake Off. <laughs> you know their heartwarming show. This is totally it. There you but go. like in a non cheesy way. I just love it. So yeah, and with an E, season two is out on Netflix. Woohoo. Um, so now we're doing Bridal Briggs, Pammy. Yes. Let's talk about our show. Yeah. And how you can learn more about it. Let's do it. You can go to a website. What's that website, Pammy? Weddingconfessionals.com. Yes. At weddingconfessionals.com, you can find show notes, more mm-hmm. info about the show, um, and also links to all of our social media. Where are we in the world of social media? You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Oh my gosh, Pinterest. We're back. Back with a vengeance. I love it. Um, we also want to remind you guys to give us uh, ratings and reviews and leave us five stars on on uh, iTunes slash Apple Podcast. Yes, please. Because that moves us up their little algorithm so more brides and grooms can find us. Yeah. Help others. Help us. <laughs> yes. Help Others. And leave us funny reviews because they crack us up. They do. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, besides Apple Podcast slash iTunes, Pam, mm-hmm. we are available on a bunch of different um, websites. A bunch. Um, I put them in alphabetical order because it was easier for me. And I'm still failing. You know, I think you're about 50%. So you're not That's doing... That's t- enough. Yes. Well, you're not even <laughs> at 50. You're like in the mid 40s. <laughs> but... I believe in you, and you're gonna you're gonna get through this. Oh my goodness, okay. Pamela! Yes, in alphabetical order. Mm-hmm. Where else can you find our podcast besides Apple Podcasts? Um, Apple Podcasts, yeah. Castbox, uh-huh. Castro, yep. Downcast, yeah. Google Play, yeah. iHeartRadio, uh huh. Overcast, yes. Um, Player FM, yeah. Pocket Cast, yes. Podbean, yes. Podtail? Nope. What is it? Pod Paradise. Pod Paradise. Podtail. Podcast Attic. Podcast Land. Podcast Republic. Radio Public. Spotify. Stitcher Radio. And YouTube. Woohoo! So uh, that's the end of this podcast that you can find on all of those podcast providers. <laughs> yes. But stay tuned next week for um, part two. Yes. With Lauren. Yep. And we're going to do all the confessionals, and they are fun. They're fun. Yeah, they're really fun. So uh, stay tuned for part two. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song. And David Kantrowitz for our fantastic logo. And Ramsey Millette and Brian Maylard for their technical support. If you want to learn more about our show, where you got to go, Pam? Check out our website, weddingconfessionals.com. That's it, girl. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.